sa nakaraan noong sinauna they uh, they said that the bible is not for everybody mm-hmm. before in the old days the, only the priest had the bible oh. and uh, it was the job of the priest to read the bible and study the bible and then teach people what the bible says so sasabihin nila noon na hindi para sa iyo ang bible basta sa amin lang kami ang magbabasa ng bible sasabihin namin sa inyo kung anong nakasulat sa bible and most of the time people thought well tama naman sila naman ang may education sila ang may may uh, pera mahal kasi ng mga books noon mahal ang mga bibles noon uh, sila ang marunong mag-english or uh, latin or yung mga educated uh, languages and so sila namang bala and then they share it to us but you know it's not god's will listen to me friends it's not god's will that other people study the bible on your behalf or that other people read the bible for you jesus said preach the good the good news to everyone everywhere Ibig sabihin, ang salita ng Diyos ay para sa lahat. It's for everybody. And Jesus, uh, Peter said, the promises in the Bible, the promises of salvation and the Holy Spirit, it's for you and for your children and for everyone, all, even whoever is far away, everyone that God calls to himself. So the Bible is for everyone. And I want to share with you today a message called Getting Your Own Word. Getting your own word from God. I can get a word, but you need to get a word from God. I can read the Bible, but you need to read the Bible for yourself and get your own word from God. Yeah. How many of you agree with that? Yeah, we agree. Many people, listen, many people try. They try to read the Bible. They try to hear God. They try to open their heart, but then later... Nagigive up sila. Ay, suko ako. Kasi masyadong mahal ang, ba- ang bagong Biblia. Eh, wala akong budget ng pangpili ng Bible ko. Eh, wala na akong oras na mag-devotional. Or marami nagsasabi na hindi ko maintindihan. I try to read the Bible pero hindi ko maintindihan. Or madali, madali ako ma-distract. Marami nagsasabi na, ay, boring. Na, na, nagwa-wonder na yung isip ko. And all of these excuses that people have, people are wanting to believe and they want to have the benefits of Bible study. They want to hear God, but they're not willing to pay the price, not willing to pay the commitment to have a personal experience with God's word. They might expect somebody else to go through the process somebody else to read the Bible and then you just tell me on Sunday Tim what is God saying to me? Anong sagot ni God para sa aking life decisions? And friends, that's not God's will. Uh, it's not my job to read for you and to study for you and hear the Bible for you. And then on Sunday sasabihin ko sa iyo kung anong sinasabi ni God. No, friends, that's fine. It's valid. Normal naman na, that I will have a download, I will have a message for you, there will be a teaching. But I cannot be with you seven days a week, 24 hours every day. 
Wouldn't it be great if you could go to the supply of truth? If you could have God with you every day and you could have his word available to you seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and you could get a word from God for yourself. Now, it's funny because the experience that God wants you to have with the Bible, that experience, you, you need to do that personally. You would not treat other areas in your life the same way you're treating the Bible. Okay, how many of you, if you said, oh, there's a really good restaurant, I would like to try and eat in that restaurant, but I don't have enough money or I don't have enough time. Would you go and I'll send someone else to eat in that restaurant on my behalf and then you tell me how good the food was? Would you do that? Of course not. How many of you, if you heard about a good movie, you said, oh, I heard that's a great movie. Would you please go watch that movie for me and then share your experience about that movie with me? How many of you would go on a medical checkup, but since you're too busy or since you, you, you don't know the doctor personally, you would send someone else. Could you go to the doctor on my behalf? Or of course not. You wouldn't tell someone uh, Medyo masakit ng katawan ko, kailangan ko mag-exercise. Pwede ikaw na lang mag-exercise para sa akin. Or medyo dry na yung love life ko. Gusto ko sana may romance, may, may companionship. Pwede bang ano, kayo na lang mag-date para sa akin? Yung mga ganito, hindi po pwedeng na iba ang mag-experience. You have to have a personal experience. So first of all, number one for today, write this down. You need to get knowledge and understanding from God. You need to get knowledge and understanding from God. Uh, Jesus said in John chapter 14, John chapter 14, over in verse 16, he said that the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send at my request, will teach you everything and, listen, will bring into your memories all that I have said to you. Okay? Sabi ni Jesus, the Holy Spirit will bring to your memory, will remind you of everything I have said. Now, how can the Holy Spirit remind you of something unless you had first heard that word from God? So it's very important that you have a knowledge of the Bible. You have an understanding you had read the Bible or you have listened to the Bible on CD or you have at least an exposure to the Word of God. You have to know the Gospels. You have to know the parables. You have to know the, the, the books of the Bible. And when you get a knowledge of the Word of God, then the Holy Spirit will work in your memory. The Holy Spirit will bring back into your memory the things that you have heard in the Bible, the stories and the teachings and the messages that were in the Bible, the Holy Spirit will make it come alive and come become very personal for your experience. So you need a knowledge of the scripture. 
In, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, Paul said to Timothy, you have been taught the scriptures, the holy scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting Christ Jesus. Uh, another version says, these scriptures are able to make you wise. So when you get an understanding, when you get knowledge of the Bible, then you'll become wise. Uh, you know, in the Bible, there's 66 books. The word Bible actually means manga libro, manga books. And there's 66. There's 39 books of the Old Testament and 27 books in the New Testament. And uh, the, the New Testament and the Old Testament could also be translated the New Covenant or, or the Old Covenant. And did you know that the Bible was written over a long period of time? The Bible took all the books in the Bible were written over 1,500 years. So it was not just one person in one place. The books of the Bible, the Bible was written in three different continents and by three, in three different languages. The Bible was written in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. And most of the New Testament, all of the New Testament was written in Greek. So you need to understand these things. And did you know that the Bible was written by 40 different writers? 40 different people had a part in writing the Bible. But do you know how many authors there were? There were 40 writers, but do you know how many authors there were? Just one. Mm -hmm. God. God, the Holy Spirit, is the only author of the Bible. Even though there were 40 different people who wrote. All of these people were not writing their own words. They were writing as the Holy Spirit gave them the words to write. So the Bible is the word from God. And it's so powerful that it's called a sword that can, that can cut through all the way to our soul and our spirit. We need to know the Bible. We need to have a knowledge and an understanding. Uh, every book. What does Genesis mean? What does Revelations mean? Uh, what are the Gospels? I encourage you to go to the gift shop and you can get one CD there. And on that CD, it's about one hour. On that CD is an introduction to every book of the whole Bible. And it will tell you the background about that book. It will tell you kung sinong sumulat ng book na yan, kung anong, anong year that it was written, uh, kung kanino na it was written, and what is the basic or the main message of that book. And so it's important for you to study the background and ask questions. Who is talking? Who is writing this book? Uh, what was the culture? Who did they write this book to? What did it mean at that time? And what does it mean for me today? Some questions you could ask. When you, when you open your Bible, or when you're listening to the, to the Bible on CD, ask these questions. Is there a command for me to obey? 
Paano ako magkaka-apply? How do I apply this word? Is there a sin for me to avoid? Is there some examples here that I should follow? And maybe is there a, a warning for me? Uh, is, should there be something I need to repent about? And also, is there a promise in that word? Is there a promise in today's devotional? Or as I'm reading the Bible, is there something here that I should uh, claim na for my own life? And so when we are reading and studying the Bible, we need to understand there's the explanation and the illustration and the application. And friends, if you're a Bible study leader, or if you're a cell group leader, or if you're trying to teach someone the Bible, you, you need to remember those three things. Explain, illustrate, and apply. So you need the explanation. What does it mean? And the illustration, you know, to, to know what that is saying, and the application. Because the Bible is not just for our information. The Bible is for our life transformation. Nakuha niyo yan? It's not just about knowledge only, but about God informing us so that He can transform us. And God wants to transform or to change our lives. Uh, the Bible has many different versions. Maybe you've seen this. Now, there are some versions called the King James Version, or there's a version called the New International Version, or the New Living Translation. The important thing is that you get a version that you can understand. Remember, get knowledge and understanding. Uh, in the book of Proverbs, it says, In all of your getting, get understanding. Whatever you do, whatever it takes, make sure you understand. And what mong sabihin, well, I don't understand. I don't have, uh, I'm not good in English. Hindi ko maintindihan. Malalim ang English dyan. Or masyadong mabilis. Or masyadong ma-spiritual. Masyadong ma-banal. Hindi ko maintindihan. Listen, whatever it takes, you need to get understanding of the Word of God. So get the Tagalog, get the Pangasinanse, get an, a simple English, get help, but you need to get an understanding of God's Word. you got to understand it. So read different languages, different uh, versions, different translations. Right now, I'm reading the New American Standard, but before... I was reading the New Living Translation. And so I like to read many different translations. And you need to listen to the Bible in various different ways, at various different times, in various different uh, methods. Okay, Reading, listening, writing, memorizing. So number one today, listen, get a knowledge and an understanding from God of his word. Number two, number two is get trained and equipped. Okay, get training and equipping. Now, if I told you to go build a um, kubo, magpatayo ka ng kubo dyan sa, sa lot, sa, sa SFC Center, magpaayos ng, or magpagawa ng another kubo, I would have to 
first give you instructions, a training, how to build it, how big, what size, um, what materials to use. I have to give you training or instructions. But secondly, I have to give you the equipment, right? I have to give you um, the, I have to give you the, the tools. I have to give you the materials. Maybe you need to buy wood. Maybe you need to buy um, Can you still hear me get there, guys? You able to still hear me? Yeah. Okay. So, ang sinasabi ni Pastor is, we need to get knowledge and understanding, and we need to get trained and equipped. Okay. So, mga gustong mag-Bible study. Actually, tinanong ko si Keith. Um, Sir Keith, okay po ba na ano, magturo ang isang babae sa isang lalaki about the Word of God. Kasi nabasa ko dito sa Bible na hindi dapat tinuturuan ng babae ang lalaki about the Word of God. And then sabi ni Sir Keith, not necessarily. We need teaching. Sabi niya. So, uh, Are you able to still hear yeah. me, guys? Can you yeah. still hear me there? Yeah. Okay, mamaya ulit ang kwentuhan. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay, I thought I lost you there. Um, you need to have the equipment and the, the the you have to have the tools and you also have to have the resources maybe yung kahoy whatever if i ask you to cook a meal okay make a you have to know the recipe that's your training but you also need the ingredients mm -hmm. that's your uh, equipment and so we need both training and equipment i encourage you to use every tool and every resource possible so you need to get the tools and the resources. Get a Bible, get an audio CD, mm -hmm. get uh, go to PCBS and buy a book. I encourage you to get a Bible dictionary. I encourage you to um, get any kind of tools that you can. Marami na tayo website ngayon. And there are some websites that you can have which will help you read the Bible and understand it. There's one called Bible.cc. And there's also one called uversion.com and one called BibleStudyTools.com. Bible Study Tools. So uh, if you get the handout, Mamaya, those websites will be printed there. And so you need to use the, the tools. Today we have new technology. Many people have the Bible on their cell phone or on the iPod. You can get the Bible on your uh, television. You can watch the Bible, listen to the Bible, read the Bible on the internet. But you need to use every possible resource and also learn to co-relate. Now, what does that mean, co-relate? When you read a verse in the Bible, for example, you, you're reading in the book of John and you read... Um, something about the word light. If you read the, the word light, to co-relate means you, you look in other versions or other chapters of the Bible. For example, look in the book of Revelations and see the same word light. Or look in the book of uh, Isaiah. And when you look in the book of Isaiah, you can read about the word light. So 
I encourage you to correlate. When you see a word in the Bible, then you read that same word in other places of the Bible, in other chapters or other books of the Bible, and find out what that word means. What does that word mean in the book of Revelation? What does that word mean in the book of John? What does that word mean in the book of Revelation? So when you learn to correlate the scriptures, you're learning to study what the Bible means and how it will apply. So first thing you need to do is get knowledge and understanding of the Bible. If you're not reading the Bible every day, the Holy Spirit cannot remind you of what Jesus has said. So every day, get knowledge and understanding. Second is you need to get training and equipping. You need the training and you need also the equipping. And the third thing is to get spiritual perspective. Okay, listen, spiritual perspective. You need to have spiritual understanding, not just human reasoning and understanding. Let me explain. Let me explain to this. Uh, the Bible is a spiritual book. Do you, do you understand that? It's not just like a history book. It's not like the newspaper. The Bible is not like a fiction. The Bible is a spiritual book written by a spiritual being. Okay? Written by a spiritual being. That's God. God wrote the Bible to spiritual beings. That's you and me. Okay, again, the Bible is a spiritual book written by a spiritual being to spiritual beings. Okay, let me explain it this way. You and me, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Did you get that? One more time. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are a spiritual being having a human experience. Do you understand? God is a spirit. And he created you and me in his own likeness. So you are not a human first. You are a spirit like God. You're a spirit and I'm a spirit. And we are a, we are a spirit and we have a soul, which is our mind, our will, our emotions. And we live in a body. We are having a temporary human experience. And so we need to understand the difference between the natural and the spiritual. There are many things that are happening to you in the natural. Okay? You have a body, you, you eat physical food, and you drink spiritual drink. I mean, you drink a physical drink, and you have physical hurts. But all of these things have a spiritual counterpart. You are a spirit and you eat spiritual food and drink spiritual drink. And we have spiritual hurts and spiritual pains. And there's a spirit world that you cannot see with physical eyes, but you can see with spiritual
spiritual eyes. And there is a voice that you cannot hear with physical ears, but you can hear it with spiritual ears. Because God is a spirit talking to you, who is also a spirit. You know, the Bible says that we shall not live by bread alone. Okay, he, Jesus said it's not physical bread only, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Luke chapter 4, verse 4. So there's spiritual food. You understand that? You cannot live, you cannot exist only on physical food. You need to eat the word of God. Physical is not enough. You need the spiritual every day. And th there's words that we talk. I talk to my wife. You talk to me. And you talk to people at, at work and, and in school. But words are not enough. We need to hear from our spirit. We need this the word of God every day. Now, there's physical gifts. There's natural gifts. You may be naturally good at cooking. <clears throat> you may have a natural talent. You might be a good guitar player. You might have a natural talent or a natural gift. But there's also spiritual gifts and spiritual talents. And you also have physical eyes. I just had um, eye surgery. And it corrected my physical eyes. And I can see better now. But we need also spiritual sight. And God needs to correct our spiritual vision. We need to have a spiritual perspective. Okay, that's point number three. Get a spiritual view of life. A spiritual perspective of things. Okay, let me give you an example. This is from the Bible. In Mark chapter 8, verse 22 until 25. Mark chapter 8, verse 22, Hangang 25. They brought a blind man to Jesus. And this is a funny story because Jesus spit in the man's eyes. He said to the blind man, come, and Jesus spit in his eyes. And then Jesus laid hands on the blind man. And Jesus healed the blind man. Jesus opened his eyes. And Jesus said, can you see now? Ano nakikita mo? And the blind man said, yes, I see men, but they look like trees walking around. Nakakita ko na mga, mga tao. Kamukha sila ng mga, mga puno. And they're walking around. They look like trees. And then Jesus laid his hands on the man again and said, now what do you see? And the man could see everybody and everything clearly. Okay, what do you think that means? What do you think it means that Jesus first laid hands on the man and he could see, but what he saw were men that looked like trees. He saw trees walking around. And then later, when Jesus put his hands on the man again, he saw regular men, regular people. Well, the first thing is this. When Jesus healed him, by putting his hands on him and spitting in his eyes, what Jesus did was he opened the blind man's spiritual eyes and gave the blind man a spiritual perspective. 
So the blind man was able to see people that look like trees. And this is great because in the Bible, anytime you see the word trees, okay, if you read uh, the Psalms, if you read uh, Isaiah, if you read what trees mean in the book of Revelation, anywhere you read tree in the Bible, it's talking about people. Okay, the trees of the field will clap their hands. Okay, uh, the, the men of God, if you are a well-watered garden or the tree who is planted in the house of the Lord will flourish. The Bible is not talking about physical trees. The Bible is talking about people like you, people like me. In the Bible, men are trees. Okay, Tr trees planted in the house of the Lord, planted by the river of the Lord. So what happened when Jesus healed the man, he healed his spiritual vision first and gave the man spiritual perspective first. Then he healed his physical eyes and he could see the people clearly. So God needs to heal our physical eyes, but God needs to heal our spiritual eyes. God needs to give us physical strength and physical perspective so that we can do the work at in the physical world and we can earn money in the physical job and interact with people in a physical day-to-day -day work but god needs to give us spiritual perspective so that we can see the truth in the bible according to spiritual ways because we are a spiritual being and we have a spiritual book written by a spiritual god amen, amen. it's a spirit world and God needs to give us spiritual perspective. And so there's so many symbols in the Bible. The Bible is not just a history book. The Bible is the living sword, the living word of God. It's our daily bread. It's our living water. The Bible is the breath of God. We need it every day. We need to know and understand the Bible. Secondly, we need training and to be equipped in the Bible. And thirdly, we need a spiritual perspective. Ask God. Here's the application. I want you to do this. Ask God. Pray this prayer. Say, God, I want to see. I want to open my spiritual eyes. Open my spiritual eyes. Let's pray that together again. God, God, I want to see. I want to see. I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know your will for my life. I want to know your will for my life. Open my spiritual eyes. Open my spiritual eyes. Open my spiritual ears. Open my spiritual ears. And give me a spiritual heart. And give me a spiritual heart. To understand, to understand a spiritual book, a spiritual book written by the spiritual being, written by a spiritual being. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Be my teacher. Be my teacher. Give me revelation. Give me revelation. And open my eyes. And open my eyes. To your truth. In Jesus' name.
In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Guys, I just pray. I pray for you that you will have a hunger for the Word of God. Hunger for that bread. You know, Jesus called it daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. bread. Uh, how long can you go without bread? How long can you survive without eating? Maybe a few days. Some of you don't, you're going to die if you don't eat lunch and merienda. But the, the human body could last for probably about uh, a month without bread, without food, without eating before you die. And then you're going to die if you don't eat. How long can you live without water? The water of life is the word of God, the Bible. And if you don't drink from the water of life, you're going to die. You need the water of life. You need the word of God every day. Maybe you said, well, I, Sunday is enough for me. As long as I can hear the word of God, I hear the mass, I hear the sermon from Pastor Safat Nayad. It's not. The Bible is the bread of life, and you need it. You, the Bible is the, the living water, and you need it. And the Bible is the breath of God. How long can you survive without air? <sighs> we need the word of God because it's our daily breath. It's the breath we need moment by moment. I challenge you, fill your life with the knowledge and understanding of the Word of God. Get trained. Attend the Bible studies. Attend the cell group. Get all the resources you can. Look at, look at the bookstore. Get some uh, Bible dictionary. Uh, read the websites. Get every resource you can and get yourself trained. And we want to equip you this year with the tools and the resources. And most of all, ask God to give you spiritual perspective so you can really understand the word and the will of the living God. God bless you. We love you. And I just pray that God give you more and more of his word.